Hello and welcome. We are on the Revival Road with evangelist Chance Walters. If you are new to the podcast, each week we will upload a new message taken from one of our ministry opportunities from all over the world. Our prayer is that the Word of God would challenge you and change you, conforming you into the image of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. For more information, to give or to send in prayer requests, go to our website at www.chancewalters.org. And now, here is evangelist Chance Walters. We hope you enjoy the program. Today, I want to tell you the 10 things I learned while I was in Teen Challenge. Now, some people have never heard about Teen Challenge. So really quick, I want to tell you that there was a man by the name of David Wilkerson, and he started this ministry in Brooklyn, New York in 1948. Yes, now it has become one of the largest, most successful faith-based recovery homes in the whole wide world. You know, I didn't know about Teen Challenge until I needed Teen Challenge, and I walked through the doors of this ministry on April the 29th, 2003, and it was the best decision that I ever made in my life because the next morning on April the 30th, I recommitted my life to Christ, and things have never been the same. And so I can really trace back, um, you know, the origin of my breakthrough to this vehicle. You know, Teen Challenge was the vehicle that led me to the feet of Jesus Christ. And so here are 10 things really quick that I learned during my year of living there. Number one, I learned the formula for success. This is the most important factor to living a successful Christian life. And the formula for success is found in Genesis 1-1. In the beginning, God. The first four words of the Bible gives us the formula for living a successful Christian life. Are you ready? In the beginning, God. If you put God at the beginning of everything you do, He will give you great success. I can almost hear the angels singing right now. Put God first. Put God first. God gives us the priority, the position, and the placement that He wants in our life. He wants preeminence. He wants to be your number one. And this principle is reiterated all through the Bible. Matthew 6.33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and everything else will be added unto you. If you seek him first, he will bless you with everything else. The cross was a plus sign. Come on, somebody. Joshua 1, 7 says, Be strong and courageous and be careful to obey all the law that my servant Moses gave you. And do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. I like that part. Meditate on it day and night, day and night, so that 
you may be careful to do everything that I told you to do. Then you will be prosperous and successful. How many of you want to be prosperous and successful? This is what Teen Challenge taught me. Teen Challenge taught me to put Christ at the beginning and the end of my day. To put Christ at the beginning of my paycheck as I give my tithes and my offerings. To put Christ at the beginning of my day with with prayer and devotion. It taught me to put Christ at the beginning of my relationships and so on. It, It laid the foundation for my faith. And I owe so much to Teen Challenge and, and my mentors, and all the pastors, and all the people that give to this ministry, because I would not be where I am today if it wasn't for Teen Challenge. Number two, Teen Challenge taught me not to settle for God's second best. The children of Israel were fresh out of jail, and God sent Moses to be the mouthpiece to set them free. And this was the goal, to get them to the land flowing with milk and honey, a land of more than enough. And whenever I was living in the world, I was living in the land of not enough. And whenever I got to Teen Challenge, it was the land of just enough. You know, it was just enough. God gave me four hots, uh, uh, f- four hot meals and a cot. Come on, somebody. Teen Challenge gave me clothing and a shelter over my head. Teen Challenge gave me the right relationships in the right place for the right plan. Teen Challenge taught me, okay, not to settle for God's second best because for so long I was living in the land of, of not enough. You know, whenever, whenever I went to Teen Challenge, I had just got out of jail. And, and and my whole life was destroyed. I, I did not have anything whenever I walked through those doors. But God taught me that I had been settling for little. I had been settling for less than the plans that God had for me personally. But number three, God taught me that commitment was the glue that would hold everything together. I love this. Psalms 37.4 says this. Start, stay committed, and God will do this. Psalm 37 gives us a long list of the things that God will do if we will commit ourselves to whatever the Lord is asking us to do. Commitment is the glue. So many people start And they hit the abort button when times get tough. And by doing so, they enter into the same cycle as the children of Israel submitted to. And their whole life looks like a circle. The same old stuff. Instead of allowing God to write a success story. And I'm so glad that Teen Challenge taught me the value of doing my best and letting God do the rest. All I had to do is finish what I started and God would finish what he started in me and my family and my ministry. See, commitment is the glue. So many people abort the purpose whenever problems arise, but they miss out on, wow, 
the gold that is on the other side. Come on, the glory that God would receive if we might persevere through these present and and momentary problems. Number four, no time, no time, no time is wasted when it is given to God. And I, I love this principle because whenever I first made a commitment to go to Teen Challenge, I felt like I was wasting my time. I felt like I needed to be making money. I felt like I, I needed to, to be going back to school or whatever. But my aunt sent me a letter somewhere the first few months And in the letter, she wrote, Chance, no time is wasted when you give it to God. And you know a word is anointed if you still remember it 20 years later. It's true. I felt like I was wasting my time. I got saved. I got filled with the Holy Ghost. And I got excited. But somewhere along the way, I felt like giving up because I felt like I was wasting my time. See, all Christless years are locust years. They're lost years. And up until this point, I had been wasting so much time. Ask anybody who came to came to faith in God later in life. And they will tell you that they had wished that they had come to Christ sooner than they did because they would have avoided so much foolishness. Oh, I wish I had done so much more. I wasted my life. But you know, money can be restored. Property can be restored. Cars and houses and relationships can be restored, but there's one thing that can never be restored, and that's time. Time flies by, and it does not come back. Years pass by, and we can never get them back. Yet God promises the impossible. He said, I will restore the years that the locust has eaten. There's an immediate meaning of this promise, and it's clear. God's people had suffered loss in the book of Joel, chapter 2, verse 25. And he stands in the middle of their mess and makes a promise. I'm going to restore. I'm going to restore the years. It just wasn't a season. It was a bunch of years. See, God holds time in his hand. He stands outside of time. And only God can redeem the time in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 16. If we make the most of every opportunity, the Apostle Paul says. And I learned this whenever I was in Teen Challenge. If I would submit my will to God, God would redeem the time that I gave him. And friend, he has done this over and over and over again. I'm so glad that I gave God this year of my life because he's pressed it down, he's shaken it up, and it has become flowing back to me like a river of righteousness. Come on, number five, what did I learn in Teen Challenge? I learned I did not know as much as I thought I knew. How about you? This was a big revelation when I started 
the program. This was something that I had to learn about the Lord, that there was so much to learn. In fact, the greatest portion of your spiritual understanding should be reserved for what you do not know and understand about God. See, whenever I first got saved, I thought I knew everything. But then I started learning about God, and then I found out that I didn't know anything. Deuteronomy 29, 29. The secret things belong to God, but the things revealed belong to us and to our children forever. What does this mean? It means that God has secrets, mysteries, things we cannot fathom, but as we grow in our faith, God reveals more of himself to us. It's so true. The more I learn about God, the more I want to know. In Jeremiah 33, 3 is God's area code. 333, call unto me and I will show you great and mighty things. And I've never stopped. I tasted and I seen that God was good. And today, almost 20 years later, I'm still seeking after his glory and his majesty. Number six, I found out that my worst enemy was me. Plato wrote, the greatest victory is to conquer oneself. And John Maxwell wrote, the hardest person to lead is oneself. Me, 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 myself, and Irene. I found out the sun doesn't revolve around my world, but my world revolves around the sun, the S-O-N. Come on, somebody. This is true. The greatest way to help you with your problems is to get something in your life bigger than your problems. And Team Challenge reintroduced me to this reality of being in relationship with God. Today, I have a big, big God and a tiny, tiny little devil. Yes, my worst enemy was me, but today I am totally set free, free from myself and free from what other people think. How about you? How about you? So, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Number seven, I discovered that adversity was a bridge to a deeper relationship with God. One pastor said, we serve an adverse God. Every time you go through something and succeed, he adds a verse in your personal arsenal. When you get saved, he became your savior. When he healed you, he became your healer. When he set you free from addiction, he became your deliverer. Are you with me? Whenever he provided for you and your family supernatural, he became Jehovah Jireh, your provider. When he gave you victory, he became Jehovah Nisi. And consequently, I had numerous opportunities to give up during my time at Teen Challenge. I was there for 12 months. I had so many opportunities to hit the abort button. But every time I embraced the spirit of perseverance, it revealed a different dimension of God's glory when I came out the other side. And today I can, I can, I can relate to King David 
in Psalm 118, today I can thank the Lord for my affliction because it made me a man after God's own heart. What have you been going through? Persevere, persevere. Adversity adversity will be a bridge to a deeper relationship with God if you do not give up. Number eight, the Bible became my best friend. Teen Challenge taught me this. If I want to hear from God, all I have to do is open His mouth. 66 books. People ask me all the time, how did you memorize all of these Bible verses? They seem to spew out of your spirit effortlessly. And I can trace the origin all the way back to Teen Challenge. I can. Teen Challenge makes you memorize one or two verses every week. So if there's 52 weeks, you do the math. But I challenged myself. In fact, almost every night from 10 to 11 p.m., you know, 10 o'clock was quiet time. 11 o'clock was lights out. But you either had to be in your room or you had to be in chapel. And almost every night, 12 months, I'm serious, it just wasn't but a few nights that I missed from 10 to 11. I I would slip into the chapel and I would open up my Bible and I would read and I would pray. I would read and I would memorize I would read and I would meditate upon God's precepts and His promises. It became ingrained so much so that, that I can close my eyes and I, whenever I can't remember where a verse is, I could remember the verse but sometimes I'll forget the address. I can close my eyes and it's almost like it, it's a, uh, um, I can have a mental picture of the scripture on the page of my Bible, even today. Why? Because I stared at it for so long. I've stared at it for so many years. Why? Because the Bible became my best friend, my BFF. And I'm telling you, number 19 challenge taught me how to pray. I never, I never prayed in public. Maybe for a few meals here and there, but never the effectual fervent prayer. The Bible was my best friend, but Teen Challenge taught me how to pray. And I'll never forget the first time I really let loose, I'm telling you. I I was scared to pray out loud. But I learned that the Bible is the incorruptible seed of the Word of God. Once you put it in, you cannot get it out. It's a seed. It grows on the inside of you. And and I have fed myself so much for the first few months that there was was one day that I I think I had an out-of-body experience because the Spirit of the Lord came upon me and I knew I had to lift my voice and pray. And I'm talking about really pray. And it was almost like a geyser that exploded on the inside of me. God's word was like a river. It it came out of my mouth 
And I remember thinking later on that day, wow, wow, I really yielded myself to the Holy Spirit today in prayer. And I felt like that God himself prayed through me. And friend, it's never stopped. (laughs) But Teen Challenge taught me how to pray. Luke 11, verse 1, the disciples asked Jesus, would you teach us how to pray? They didn't ask him how to perform miracles or how to cast out devils. No, they knew that every miracle was tied to an unshakable faith expressed through prayer in his relationship with his heavenly father. They knew that prayer was the foundation to every other thing. And today I pray that God would teach this generation how to pray. And number 10 and lastly, Teen Challenge taught me how to be a man. Or I should say, how to be a man of God. 1 Corinthians 13, 11 says, When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. And I believe that that, that we need to to get our second win. When I was a child, when I became a man. Listen, there's some people out there today that needs to catch their second win. You need to get a second wind. We need to become a man. Amen? We need to put away childish things. And I was 23 when I went to Teen Challenge. And I had I had lived you know, that portion of my life for myself. But I closed the chapter in Teen Challenge and I started living for God. And Teen Challenge taught me so many things. I could keep talking the rest of the day. But it made me a man of discipline. It made me a man of integrity. It made me a man of character. It made me a man of servanthood. It made me a man of patience. It made me a a, a man that that put other people before before myself. So many things. Taught me how to wait the 11th commandment. To be still and to know that there is a God. So many other things. So many other things. And I owe so much to this ministry. And if you've never heard of Teen Challenge, you can go to teenchallengeusa.com. There are almost 300 Teen Challenge centers in America and over 1,500 worldwide. This ministry has made a difference in the lives of so many people. In fact, I love to say that Teen Challenge students are chosen to change the world. And I love to say that there's no place that I would rather be than a Teen Challenge chapel. I've been to Teen Challenge Brazil, Teen Challenge India. I've been to Teen Challenge centers all over the world and all over the United States of America. Why? Because I believe in this ministry. And this is what it taught me. It taught me to put God first. And Father, I pray that you would touch every student, every staff member. I pray that the ministry of Teen Challenge would double by the end of 2022, 
that, that, that the finances would double, that the influence would double, that the favor, the force of favor that is upon this ministry would double. God, you can do it exceedingly and abundantly more than we could ever ask or think. I pray that you would eradicate drug and alcohol addiction. God, I thank you for Teen Challenge. Things change. And I pray that you would, that you would change the landscape of our lives and the landscape of our world for your glory. Take this little seed called Teen Challenge and I pray that you would multiply the ministry in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for these 10 steps today. In Jesus' name, amen. This program was made possible by the generous partners and friends of Chance Walters Ministries International. Until next time, we are on the Revival Road. For more information, download our free ministry app or go to our website at www.chancewalters.org. Indeed, the best is yet to come.